I listen to the podcast, Alex, but I don't wait till the end. It's you know, I, I know how it finishes. You don't listen to our entire show. What? I already know the two guys. Yeah, I sweat blood and tears putting the show together in post production, and you don't even—you don't even bother to listen, Jim. If you're bored with it, so is everybody else. So you know what? I, once again, this just explains why we went on a two-year hiatus in the first place. Oh my God, there's no point in this. It's just you know whatever. Hey, by the way, since we're since we're complaining, your mic technique last week stunk. There was all kinds of crackle on it and stuff. So. I don't know where uh, your mic is, but you get on that thing. I was in the basement. What mic? What are you speaking into? I don't know. Some little thing here I got in the mail for free. Oh, for God's <laughs> sake. I, you know, I'm over here with a $300 microphone, and you got some little thing that you use for free. I, 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 that's why you're always fading out all the time. That's why everybody likes you best, because they can't actually hear you. Um, I'm going to get a tin can and hook it up with some springs, make it look like one of those old microphones. <laughs> all, right, all right, roll the intro out. <laughs> yeah, here we go with the music. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to... This is episode number, God, what number are we? 40-something, but I can't remember. Is it 42? 52,000. This is 42, I think. I think this is episode 42, um, which we could either call the low-life scum issue or the dead cat issue. Um, <laughs> or the find your cat motherfucker issue. <laughs> are the, are, this is going to be the Yeti version. <laughs> oh, that's right. As in, oh, it's them podcasting again. Are they done, Yeti? Um <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh, this is why your own wife doesn't even listen. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Because it's just nothing but bad puns and stupid stuff. Okay. Um, anyway. Oh, I, yeah. The introduction. I know I was doing something. We don't have that much music. I'm going to have to loop this for like 30 minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to MWNB episode number 42. Are they done yet? Um, the... Uh, <laughs> This show is all about two normal guys reading the news and puking into their microphones. When we the get to, when we, with the springs on it. Yeah, you know, when we get, you know, yeah, I, I got to get my coffee cup here. It's like, anyway, coming up. You know, anyway, um, that's oh, me that's talking to my, Yeah, that's me talking into my coffee cup. Anyway, and and doing my my Senator John McCain imitation. Um, but at any rate. The um, <laughs> where where was I? Oh yeah, all right. Um, Episode forty two. Yeah, that's right. Okay, intro take three. Give me the roll the music cue again, would you? Roll the music, Alex. Okay, fine. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to MWMB episode forty two. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> no, I have no clue. <laughs> I'm not getting paid for this. Why should I dick? <laughs> anyway, this show is about two normal guys who read the news and puke into their microphones. <laughs> I'm Alex Jeffries, and coming to me from his Canadian fortress of solitude, <laughs> my good friend and yours, Jim. Three tries to open the show this week. Uh, about 20 minutes. We're good. Yeah, that's it. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, the podcast is finished. We got through the opening 
credits. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Hey, so what do you got, Alex? We got a lot of... This has been a just a great week for news. A veritable cornucopia it, of it human has, stupidity it, is what we've been going through <laughs> this week. I'm just, I'm just so proud to be part of the great, rich pageant that is human existence, Jim. I just... Anyway. Um, hey, speaking of pageants, I... <laughs> I hear our, the president was overseas. Oh, yes. Yes, they did. And you, being more conservative than I, um, would be probably the first to note that once again, the Obama family has spit into the eyes of religion because they are nothing but godless liberals. And of course, no, they, they're Muslims. No, no, they're not Muslims, apparently. Are they're not Muslims? Apparently not, because when Michelle Obama went to visit the official Saudi royal family to pay their condolences for dead King Farouk or whatever his name was, King, what was his name? Uh, Abdullah? Farouk was the last guy. This guy was uh, Abdullah. Ab- Abdullah the Obnoxious. Anyway, um, when, Do you when, suppose he dyed the beard? Because, you know, he was like 90 something and, and, and his hair was black as coal. As oil. Black as oil. Yeah, he had to dye the beard. How else do you think he could convince George Bush to hold hands with him? Um, you ever seen a grown man naked? Some anyway. enchanted evening. <laughs> you will want some oil. You will want some oil that I will have to sell. Anyway, um, you notice he dresses like Obi-Wan Kenobi. You know, he kind of waves his hand and goes, you do not want windmills. You do not want solar panels. <laughs> This is not the snowstorm you were expecting. <laughs> this is not the alternative energy source you were looking for. This is not the alternative energy source we were looking for. <laughs> all right, well, so, we're Tony, what did, what did old POTUS do this week? Well, POTUS didn't do anything other than just go out and be POTUS around the world, but he went to the funeral, and Michelle Obama caught a lot of flack uh, because she didn't wear a headscarf while she was visiting Saudi Arabia, and apparently the Saudi Arabian Twitter community uh, went crazy. There's a Twitter community? Are you kidding? These people are richer than the gross national product of America. Of course, it's a Twitter community. they got anything they want. Everybody's yeah, but they're not allowed to say anything. They probably all have solid gold iPhones, for crying out loud. Well, they're allowed to say this, apparently. They had a hashtag, which they used, which this is a visual joke, and unfortunately, this is an audio podcast, but it's written out in Arabic. It's written out in Arabic. It's hashtag... Uh, uh, could, could you translate that for me? Yes, it means... Hashtag Michelle Obama unveiled. Can we, can we, it's just like, I just want. Anyway. All right. Well, okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm trying to work up a a give a damn. Oh, oh, it's not there. Oh, I don't know. You, I know you've got some stuff as well. I, I got at least three more things that I, that I definitely have to cover. And there was a lot of stuff that I, I kind of wanted to cover uh, this week. Cover something. Oh, well, yeah, quick cover that up. Um, all right, I'll be completely honest with you, and I feel awful, just awful for saying this, but if I have to look on my Facebook page, if I have to open up Facebook one more time and see a close-up of Bart the Cat, I am going to barf. Wait, Bill the Cat? No, Bart. Bart the oh, Cat. No. Bill the Cat I could stand looking at. No, 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 no. This is Bart the Cat. It should be Barf the Cat, unfortunately. I mean, it's a sad story or a happy story, depending on how you look at it. But I, 
just am tired of looking at the pictures. Bart the Cat lives in Tampa uh, with his owner, Ellis uh, Houston. Um, Ellis came home and he found his uh, his cat in the middle of the street. Uh, he was uh, pretty limp, lifeless, cold, laying in a puddle of blood. Looked like he'd been hit this by a car. This is terrible. It's awful. So, well, uh, he's you know he loves his cat, and so he's kind of broken up about that. So he asked his neighbor, "Would you bury my cat for me?" <laughs> Hey, Cooter. Exactly. I just can't stand to do it myself. Would you bury my cat for me? Well, the newspaper, the neighbor goes out. He buries the cat. And five days later, I imagine that there's some kind of scratching on the door. No, no. It's a zombie cat. I kid you not. It's just like Pet Cemetery. The darn thing dug its way up. The darn thing dug its way out of the grave <laughs> and came home. And, and, and I mean, everybody who did it, you know, there, there's no doubt about animal cruelty or anything like that. Everybody agrees this is a doting cat owner. Everybody agrees that the cat was deader than Julius Caesar. <laughs> and, you know, all of a sudden he shows up at the door. He's like, <laughs> and so, they, you know, they take... <laughs> They take him to the vet and they get him, you know. Now, the problem is, is that they've been showing his picture all over the place. I don't know if you've ever seen a cat that's been run over by a car. It's sure, not, I have. Yeah, but it, they haven't been at my door. That's right. <laughs> not standing on his own two feet. What, wait a minute, was he handing out tracks on the watchtower? Yeah, he's got... He, poor Bart has oh, got God, like... insulted another religion. <laughs> that's all right. It's not my religion. I don't care. Anyway, the... Uh, the, the damn cat... The damn cat has his, his the skin is all removed from one of his cheeks. His eye is like completely white, and you know, and, and he's just his his skin is all mangled on the one side. I mean, he looks like the you know. I mean, I expect I expect Fred Gwynn from Pet Cemetery to come out any minute. Sometimes that is better. <laughs> Oh, you that's know, the, sad. Cat, the cat's so spooky, you know, it's like, oh, I'm sorry, that's your cat now. Um, <laughs> anyway, oh, so, oh. like I said, it's a happy story. The guy oh, and his cat it's are, re, you know, reunited, and, and I've lost pets before. I would be thrilled if my Five cat Five days later? <laughs> yes, I would. My only complaint is stop making me look at pictures of this mangled cat. I have just, you know, you get up in the morning, you open Facebook to see what the news is, and there is this... this uh Geez, now I, now I got to look. This is like an auto accident. I, oh, don't worry. I, I, think I don't it's want to be. Oh, but I can't look away. That's right. I think Bart is going to be the cover art on our podcast uh, thing oh, this week. Wait, so, uh, congratulations to Bart and his owner for being reunited, and shame on everybody from CBS to NPR to cat lovers everywhere who chose to show me this zombie feline while I was trying to eat my hey, hey, Speaking of tasty white and zombie feline, I heard John McCain's <laughs> in the news again. <laughs> oh my god, I think he just died. Alex, you there? Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I would like to bring to your attention that James the Hammer has actually officially just made the very best radio segue in the history of the media. <laughs> At least today. <laughs> oh, yes, zombie. You want to cover the McCain thing or shall I? Or oh, no, you go ahead. You're, you're on a roll here. 
Well, I guess we don't actually have to spend a lot of time on it. It's a very simple story. Uh, they had called in uh, a past Secretary of State's, uh, or perhaps maybe more accurate to say historical figures, like Madeleine Albright and George Schultz and Henry Kissinger. Why? Uh, to give their opinion. And a bunch of protesters broke into the halls of Congress. And, uh, oh, it's just, it's just a great moment of serendipity when John McCain had the Capitol Police come in, haul out the protesters, and then as they were being dragged out the you know, door, you're gonna he have looked to up shut and up. said, Get out of here, you low-life scum. <laughs> oh, boy. The one guy I did like this week was Mark Hussey. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Mark Hussey calls himself Dog, and I'm sure you've heard about this. Dog, because he uses two Gs? That's right, he uses two Gs, yeah. One yeah. G's not enough. Anyway, he's a snowplow driver from Boston, and he recorded himself uh, out on his route clearing the streets after the storm of the century. And we'll roll a little piece of that video now. Look at this radio. <laughs> yeah, well, you don't need it. All you have to hear is him narrating and just just the evil chortling glee of the man. is There, there I buried your fucking cat. Oh. The- well, hello, everybody. Oh, I'm sorry. Was your guy down there? In the yard. <laughs> yeah. Tell me if I can push In the back yard. Back. And, uh, you know, the video goes viral, and of course. You want to find your guy? So does Dog. Yeah, that's right. His I'm job also back. comes down with a virus. His employer is like, get the hell out of here. Turn in the keys <laughs> to the truck and keep walking. <laughs> you know, so, anyway, but, you know, frankly, if I had that kind of power, I think I'd be tempted to use it the same way. <laughs> oh, my God. I know at least half a dozen people I'd plow in. Exactly. In July. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, no, no kidding. Yeah, I would go to the North Pole with my truck and bring some snow back just to dump it in their front yard. Um, <laughs> hey, that was during the uh, the uh, Snowmageddon there, wasn't it? Snow the snow yes. metropolis. The uh, storm uh, of the half century. The, his, the historic storm. That's that, right. That his, did nothing. The storm hey, of hysterical proportions is how I heard somebody refer to it. Well, you know, CNN and all those people, they need to do something. So, because, my God, you can't report the news. Um, did you also did you see the other important story out of that snowstorm? No, there was a yeti spotted. <laughs> and, yes, yes, there was the. Actually, it looked kind of like that white guy that you know when Luke Skywalker is hanging upside down and got. Yeah. But anyway, there were several photographs taken by separate people of a yeti walking around Boston during the snowstorm. It's probably not a Yeti. It's probably the only Republican living in Tip O'Neill's old district. <laughs> Where's my family? Is the Yeti the one that shoveled the Boston Marathon for the plan, by the way? Wait a minute, speaking Arabic. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. 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 I can't believe you let me get away with that the first time. Um no, no, no. 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 So the the Yeti, where okay, now oh my gosh, we're running out of time. Does Jeff have a uh, have a thing for us? Well, you know, oddly enough, since we're revisiting politics past and of course last week we talked about Joni Ernst and her bread bag poverty of childhood that, you know, was basically inflicted on her during the Ronald Reagan years. Hey, hey, don't insult the bread bags. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to say don't insult the Gipper. Um, 
because that's exactly what happened this week uh, during the floor show at the Cabbage Patch Cafe. Um, I believe you have that link, Jim, so if you want to go ahead and press the play button, uh, we can record your reaction. Okay, here it goes. Time to debunk the St. Reagan myth. I think that he's the Dark Lord of the Sith. Some say he's the best POTUS we've had. Turned his back on the poor and that's too bad. Nancy told the kids to just say no and off to the astrologer she would go. designer gown more dumb advice from tinsel town he dealt with a ran behind our back cash from the conscious took up the slack tossed jimmy carter under the bus who picked up the tab well you know it was us oh come on it and Nancy, how can you criticize Nancy? How can you not? That's, nah, that's it's that's wrong. Oh, it's so right. It's hey, so speaking right. of politics, yes, you know it's only two thousand one hundred and twelve days till election day two thousand twenty. Oh, who's, who's running? Who's running? <laughs> you and I are running away as far as it's going to be Bart the cat. That's right. <laughs> Who would probably do a better job. Hey, look, anybody that can raise something from the dead needs to be in charge of the American economy and political process. Let me tell you that right now. Bart the Cat might be the perfect choice. <laughs> He'll say, wah, 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 which means I have experience taking dead things and restoring them to life. I may not look good, but... <laughs> That's right. I'm rested top, and I'm ready. <laughs> top that, Mitt Romney. <laughs> That's right. You know... Speaking of pasty white, as no. long as we're going, as long as yeah, exactly, as long as we're going, as as long as we're looking at a potential collection of dead things running for president, in which I include Mitt Romney, Jeb Bush, and Hillary Clinton. Why oh, not? Why not throw Bart the Cat in there? He's perfect. Hey, you never know. You know, you'll, you'll get some votes. All right, hey, so we're Do getting we towards the end. This week? Yeah, I have a salute this right. week. Oh, uh, good, good. And this one does come from Canada. Comes from St. John's, Newfoundland. Now do it in now do it in French. <laughs> All right, the salute this week goes to 29-year-old Rodney Constantine. Where is Rodney from? He's from Newfoundland, St. John's, Newfoundland. And what has Rodney done to deserve our accolades this week, Jim? All right, well, see, Rodney here, he had a warrant out for him for assault, breach of probation, breach of recognizance, failure to appear on court, you know, all the, you know, all the good stuff. And yeah. uh, and the, uh, the police had it posted on Facebook that, uh, you know, that he was wanted. So, being a good uh, 21st century type, he, uh, I, I'm not sure whether he liked the post, but he did <laughs> comment on it. He said, see you Monday morn. <laughs> the co- 
stops right back. We're open 24 7, 365. And when you know it, on Monday morning, Rodney came in. Here I am. <laughs> Only in Canada. Well, okay, well, first of all, Newfoundland's an island. Where's he going? But, you know, it, <laughs> yeah, but still. He, had, he had his weekend, and, you know, he was at least honest about it. That's like the Andy Griffith show. You know, they used to have the town drunk Otis, and they used to just let Otis have keys to the cell so he can let himself in and out when he was drunk and when he sobered up. Sarge, Rodney's here. <laughs> Andy, Rodney's here. <laughs> Show him your bullet. Anyway, <laughs> for for a, a honesty in the face of adversity. And stupidity in the face of practicality. Rodney Constantine, I believe, deserves our salute this week. Rodney Constantine, Constantine, we here at MWMB salute, salute you. you. I salute you, James Martell, otherwise known to us as Jim the Hammer. And oh. I salute myself because we got through it, uh, you know. And uh, Bart the Cat. Yeah, and I salute Bart the Cat, and I, I, uh, I can't find it in my heart to salute Ronald Reagan. But um, you know, there you have it. Anyway, I, I like guess Bart that's our. Sh- coming back. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's our show. Uh, and we will see you next week. Roll the music. Roll the music. There it goes. We're going right now. Oh, by the way, folks, we could use some likes. Figure out of 300 million people in this country, at least 100 people could listen to us. So please find our podcast at mwmbpodcast.podbean.com and follow it. And stay tuned. We're probably going to also get onto iTunes pretty soon as well. So, Oh, and Jim. Oh, whoa. Listen to the damn show. I know how it ends. You know, that's crap. You never know how it ends. <laughs> Are you saying we make this up as we go? Well, yeah, but then after you're done, I edit out all your good stuff and oh. leave it on the cutting room floor. And then we do this fade out, which we're probably doing right now. And, you know, it just gives hey, the impression hey, Alex, that we're going to go Alex. on being funny. Alex. Yeah, 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 yeah. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> and the cat came back to the very next day. The cat came back.